Hello and welcome into the SoRare Data Game Week 414 preview. I am Andrew Laird. You can find me as Lairdinho on SoRare. Join us always for these least, at least. Actually, I can't say always because literally Harry filled in last week. But Quinny is here to look at uh, a game week, one of the smallest game weeks that I can remember in terms of actual number of matches. We are in, into an international break that for a midweek has very little. What I thought was particularly strange about this midweek is that the South America qualifiers like start off with a bang and all of the players we really want to play travel so far to get to these matches. And I think that's something that we'll talk about a little bit. Quinny, how much do you prepare for international game weeks before international game weeks? Zero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, zero. It's a total, total Brucey bonus. Um, it's funny, but because even I'm kind of like at this point of the season, um, I'm kind of like trying to have a look at how I've been doing over this last little period, as it were, you know. Um, and one thing I've really felt, especially when that monthly competition was on for me individually, is not having uh, certain midweek goalkeepers and not having any international goalkeepers. Um, it's uh, or I've got one or two, but it's like you know they're. You barely count on them, kind of thing, you know. Yep. Um, it it makes a huge, it, it can make a really big difference to your overall month, you know, even just one of them coming off because some of the matchups is I've heard you speak about on this channel tons are so lopsided. You can see it coming a mile off if you've got anywhere near the ability to just lean into it a bit and get that Christian Eriksen when you win the Bruno Fernandez and you're talking to your good pal Quinny of what you should be doing with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you actually brought Ericsson up because we were talking about him in the Surreal Scandinavia Discord because they obviously are very big into the Den Denmark team and whatnot. And I was sure. saying that it feels like 70% of his, of his value is only for internationals. Like he barely plays for United when everybody's fit. And even when everyone's, when they have a few injuries, like he's not totally locked in. But the way... He's totally locked in for Denmark. And then they had great matchups in September. They've got really good ones this upcoming break. And it just felt like there's a possibility that after this break, his price could just crash because the Denmark Denmark doesn't play San Marino again. They played him last month and then this month. And it just feels like if you're buying Christian Eriksen, it's almost like you're just buying him for international games which kind of applies to Neymar too, as who's actually playing this, this midweek or his yeah. team is playing, his country's playing, who knows what we'll have. And so it's one of those weird things that I think the month-long competition, the previous one that included the internationals, all of a sudden people were like, oh, I really need to pay attention to these. And I'll bring up our, my good friend Erwan, who's SR1, another SoRare Data employee, I think finished second in the All-Star Rare Pro Competition month long competition, but two of his four scores were over 500 points because of internationals. Like he, he almost won it because of his international players. And Fantastic. we don't have like the, the next month long one will not include these international games. But I do wonder if people started to kind of not artificially inflate, but were just putting more value on international play because you're like, you never know when there could be a month long and if you have somebody who crushes and it's almost ignoring that they still have all-star, like even though we don't have a month long, like there's still weekly month, month longs, they, or excuse me, still weekly all-star 
that these guys could dominate in. And so even though the break, you know, it's only four game weeks, a couple months of the year. And yet I think people are really going to, or people continue to really focus on it. And that doesn't even count the fact that we have euros in the summer. And then like those players will really take off later. I think that's part of it is like, I don't think buying international players is like something you necessarily set out to do for the most part. But I do think once you've been in the game long enough, you you you, you become aware of who you've got. That, oh, he always plays, or I've got this guy. And I think like, you know, like I say, I've got one or two rare international keepers. So I can get a couple of teams out here and there, have a little bit of fun with it once in a while. But I can't play every week and it depends who's playing. Sometimes friendlies come into the mixture as well because yeah. the international calendar is so like slim. So sometimes you've not got an SO5 game. Um, which kind of goes against it if you're splitting it against multi-nations, which for the most part people do because it's so hard to, to stack a team in that sense. Um, so I think it's one of those ones because like when you, I've done it before where you do try and rush a strategy together and see sometimes when it is coming in on these slender game weeks, like if you look at the, like if you've got Spain, you know, any of these countries that have got a decent game this midweek, you could have your field with it. But there's not that many prizes. There's not as much money on offer, etc. Yeah. So you have to like really pick your battle. So like totally setting your stall out for this window, like it really needs to come off for it to be completely worth it. And that kind of immediate time scale that building the stack for would require. But with the Ericsson as an example, because you do know maybe like the penalty taker for the country or the captain or you know whatever it might be, like you say, sometimes just rolling them between tournaments and qualifiers because even if like. The rest of this qualif qualification cycle pans out. Say they get to the main tournament and even they suck and Ericsson sucks. Well, in the next qualification cycle, they're still going to be a pot three nation or they're still going to play Nations League and they're still going to be like playing a team or two that aren't that great. So it's not like, I think with any of the international kind of sprinkles that you get from any of your players, or even if you try and take advantage of somebody like an Ericsson, then you're kind of buying into the fact of going multi you know, you're, you're going more than just this cycle with it. Yep. Because cycle to cycle with internationals is, is so peaky, you, you will just be throwing money away. <laughs> it, it does feel like that sometimes. And I just want to bring up here, for those listening at least, the, the prizes. For this midweek, all we have are all are basically the global competition. We have All-Star, Cap 220, 240, 270, and under 23. That's it. That's all we have yep. for this midweek. And 41 prizes in U23 rare, 126 in All-Star rare, 27 in All-Star rare pro. I'm guessing also that like the top prizes aren't even that great. First play, I, you can still win a star, I guess, in All-Star rare pro. And then it looks like three, is that three tier th ones? Yeah. Four tier ones, excuse me. Second, third, fourth. Oh, oh no, yeah. Fifth not. yeah, just three, sorry. And then, yeah, All-Star rare Surely you get a star there too as well. Okay. I feel, oh wait, did I click the same thing? I don't think so. Oh yeah. Okay. So we have stars up available. That's always nice. I imagine yeah. let's see the super all-star super rare. Yeah. Tier two super rare and a tier two rare is the top. So Meh. I guess I won't win that one this week. I'll let someone else win that one. Uh, before we dive into <laughs> the games, thank you to everybody for joining us live. SR monkey actually first in. Uh, should be a short one, you're right. Uh, Fripp, hello, Hoodwink, good to see you. Charlie, Kev Heard, and then the classic fist bumps <laughs> coming in for Quinny. Tommy Turtle, first time watching guy, live, so thanks for coming in. 
Alex Wilson, I have Mealing this game week. That's good, right? I mean, he's playing, so that's good. Um, this September to November period of international football is terrible and also terrible for SO5. I mean, the Denmark scores from last international break didn't look so so bad to myself, so um, it's not bad. And then John Andrews on the first day of the international break asking if the international break is over yet. That it does feel like that. Like if you don't have lineups, it does feel just like an eternity. And yeah, yeah. Tommy said I had a couple of top players with a good matchup, so I bought a couple Czech players and Modric, all pretty cheap. Yeah, I mean, I think you can find some like cheap alternatives. Um, like Modric does not is not playing every game for for Real Madrid, so he is kind of his price is depressed a little bit. It's not it's not pushed up like Ericsson's. So, um, so yeah. So Neymar like seems to really like to play for Brazil. Doesn't love to play oh, yeah. for Alhawal, but loves to play for Brazil. They are home against Venezuela. That's the top favorite of the week. Argentina home against Paraguay. Messi played. Uh, came off the bench was that yesterday, this past weekend. Sorry, this past weekend was a bit of a blur for me. But uh, this past weekend, he came off the bench. My theory was that he was going to come off the bench strictly so he could go play for Argentina. Like, I expect that he's going to play as much as he possibly can for them. And then we've got Norway away to, was that Cyprus? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Spain home against um, Scotland, Scotland and then Poland home again or away to the Faroe Islands. Um, those are your top favorites. You don't see Kosovo on a high favored list, but when you play away to Andorra, that's when you sneak in uh, and yeah. lets you allow to finish ahead of Croatia against Turkey. The again, like Quinny, it, I don't think anybody should go out and buy players for this game week. Usually, buying players for a game week is a bad idea. This one feels like a particularly bad one, but yeah, it. Do you can you even? I mean, only the biggest of galleries really have the opportunity to be like. I'm not going to play whoever this week because I have other players, but it, it is fundamentally just a play who you've got game week, right? <laughs> Completely. Yeah. Cause there's not, it's quite a wide, it's quite a, there's not that many teams, but they're quite spread around, you know, there's only like two in South America or two matches in South America. And then the ones that are in Europe, that's not, you know, it's only really Spain. That's the dominant country. And then like the other countries that are there, like Norway, Poland, Croatia, Colombia, even Czech Republic. There's probably one of those cards in every Soria gallery, like across the <laughs> across yeah. the platform. Just random guys that play for teams and stuff. So, um, yeah, it does feel like a, a kind of hodgepodge. The best kind of team I'm getting out this week is a is a four manner, which probably isn't really out of character for me in internationals for the most part. To be honest with you, so I think it is just one of those ones. You just throw out as many ones as you can, try and get some coins. If you've not got the goalkeepers, try and get some XP, and uh, aye, forget about it. Just get to, you know, back on the story idea for some lineup builder action for the most part. And that's, uh, that's mainly the international break for me. But I do see Boca Juniors there and in our club. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, Boca and Belgrano, I guess, from Argentina. Neither of those are, and I guess Deportes Tolima from, is that Peru? Primera A and Deportivo Cali. So, like, those are the four non-qualifiers, but none of them are licensed, which is why or at least currently licensed. Boca used to be and is not now. So that's why I think we don't have the America competition open. But Boca haven't been great. I'm not sure anybody's taking their Boca players this game week and beating the, the guys up here. But, I mean, the trickiest part for really any international break, but I feel like particularly for a first game that's in a, in the midweek, no less, is the lineups 
there's going to be a lot of do your own research on this one because any kind of predicted lineup, I feel like you, you could look for 10 different ones and you can find 10 different ones. And you just hope that the guys who kind of always play end up playing. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's I definitely one. think for, for Croatia, Argentina and Brazil in particular, like their squads are so busy and there's a lot going on in a lot of different ways. So yeah, because it's so such a quick turnaround, they'll be like getting together, getting in their camp, having a training session or two, maybe review the opponent for a bit, and then it's probably going to be get ready at Samora, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Let's go for it. So who's ready, who's not? And uh, yeah, sometimes best laid plans kind of go out on that one, and then preparations will be for the next match, maybe at the weekend or next midweek, depending on how they all roll out. But I think for like the Poland, the Kosovo's, Ecuador, um, Scotland, certainly, like the, the squads are quite shallow, you know, and there is kind of distinct best 11s. So I think, like, you know, if you've, like, see, as soon as I seen that page, the first thing I thought is if you've got a Murich, then this is what you've been holding on to him for this whole time, you know, because under 23 is now your oyster. You know, if you can get a fight, it's basically just going to be the Murich fight, the Murich owners, they'll be fighting for that this week. So, um, yeah, maybe that takes some of the cards away from. Some of the cap was or whatever, but is he still yeah. under twenty three? Oh no, maybe not. Actually, maybe not. Maybe I don't not. Remember? I've... No, no. I think you're right. I think. Um, oh, he's not been playing. Yeah. So I, I, he kind of. Like I'm living in the past. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's out now. Ignore me. Um, the under twenty three keeper then. What's the so the easiest way that I look for it is on the pick scores? And actually, before I get into the pick scores, sure. Sorry. Some people will notice that some of the matchup indicator numbers and even the opponent scores look absurdly high or absurdly low and it's basically just because of a small um like small sample size and so you know andorra is probably quite bad kosovo is heavily favored away but giving up like 106 and 108 to fourth i wouldn't look too heavily on those and so the just something to consider because that does kind of play into the pick scores but the reason i bring this up is because the easiest way for me at least, to figure out who the starting U23 goalies are is just to use the pick scores and see who might be starting. And who is this? The Andorra keeper. Who? Oh, the Andorra keeper, right. So he's the only... 15 rares. Oofed. 15 yeah. rares, that's it. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. How many under 23 rewards I was just about to... Yeah, so <laughs> let's see. 41. Wow. First, yeah, so it almost seems like... If you have one, if you have a Iker Alvarez, let's see how many people like if I want to look and see that he only has like two actual stars, one on the market. Let's see. Anyone we know here? Man. Gaji will have one, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bouncy says everyone with one will win a reward. Um, let's see. Mike Basson said, Carl Hein for Estonia. Does Estonia play this game week? Maybe the weekend. I don't yeah, know. That, but I, I didn't see Estonia either. Yeah, I didn't think so. Let's see. Yeah, that's this weekend. Home against Azerbaijan. Well, it's, it could be Carl Hein weekend. But yeah, Maybe. so midweek, we've got, yeah, one. Man. Decent. Triple A. <laughs> Triple A rated. <laughs> Imagine he scores zero points as well. Zero, yeah. Imagine. 
That'd be so funny. But yeah, that's, that's it. Um, so yeah, if you have an Iker Alvarez, you should probably. So that's the, that's actually probably the worst part. That if you have one, but you don't have. What was the limited forward? Sorry, talk over you there. But how many limiteds did they have again? And how many limited cards is there? Oh, of Alvarez. Yeah. I think it was like I don't think it was that many. So it was like fifteen rares, wasn't it? So it was a yeah, one hundred twenty-seven. One twenty-seven and the one hundred ninety prizes in U twenty-three limited. Nice. Man, that is nice. Um, let's see here. Where were we? This is the midweek. Skozer said, what's Runnerson at Iceland look like for the next week with two easy games scoring? So I have a runner Runnerson super rare, and I had a weird situation nice. last game week where I had my super rare. Like, I didn't have any other super rares that were playing, so I was, like, left with a do I not play him or do I play him with in a one super rare rare pro lineup or yeah it was not as beneficial as I some dilemma <laughs> let's see top forwards for U23 Halland Alvarez Jorgen Larson Rodrigo and Christian how is Christian Kasser still U23 wow that is impressive I feel like he's been U23 <laughs> for 10 years yeah um that's incredible. I feel kind of the same about Ferran Torres. I think he's still U23 as well. Obviously, yeah. I'm enjoying him that still being U23, but uh, some people think he's going to start as well for, for, Spain. for Spain. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, the... Let's see. What is this one? Gonzalo Pla... Oh, is that one? No. He's got a few sporting cards, I think. Not that many, but I always get some Viacano cards. Go for Ecuador. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's... Uh... Slim Pickens. Yeah, exactly, Mike. This is crazy. Bouncy said rewards over international breaks are so ass, but apparently U23 is like on steroids. We've got tons of like, I wonder what the crossover between Iker, Alvarez, and Erling Haaland owners are. You can put out both. Let's see. There's some banger midfielders, though. Oh, yeah. Sebastian. Oh, it's against Latvia. That could be good. Yep. Enzo probably plays. Yeah, he thinks so, don't you? That's a tough, pretty tough matchup, actually. But If Argentina being world champions, you've got to think every home game is just going to be an absolute party at the moment, right. you know? like So I think Enzo plays in, in that team mm -hmm. for as long as he's walking and fit. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Um, oh, yeah, and Caceres pops up here because he has midfielder and forward cards. Cheeky. Um, <clears throat> Let's see. Kevin Hearn said, I just spent 22 quid on two rares for cap 240 for gaming 415, which is this weekend. Worthwhile investment if I hit the threshold. I suppose so. Um, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. It works that way. And then let's see. Any good defenders? There's a few yeah. guys there. It's two guys I've never heard of. And then <laughs> the, the top two are definitely not A listers, are they? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. I've never heard of that guy. That's a new one on me, man. I mean, if you've never heard of it, then surely I... Is that it's a... like three rares? Wow. Jersey? And he now plays yeah. for Genoa. He's not rotten. Had a great game against Roma. Yeah. Wow. Belarus away and Andorra home over this game week. That's not bad. And who is this other guy? 
Leo, I mean, we would just say Ostegard, but surely that's not how you really say it. Yeah, that O and that A, just say, just let you know it's going to be difficult. He's boss, isn't he? I think he must yeah. be coming in for Kim. I've seen, I've seen Napoli play once or twice. I've never, the guy's never really caught my eye, to be honest with you, but scores are quality. The scores are catching eyes, yeah. Yeah. They're really good. Big center Alex back Wilson's for Norway. Trying to make us feel better with a Zillerion. Can we see the Norway predicted team on Surya Data? Because I think Norway, have, like, if that guy's playing center back, we've got Haaland as well. Odegaard are probably in the team. Norway might be, you know, if, the, the, the problem with Haaland, see when he came out, I remember doing the unique auction and stuff on this channel, we're talking about like, oh yeah, it's Norway internationally, like when you compare them maybe to like the Mbappes and some of the other big uniques at the time, or even just players on, on the platform in general, but if Norway can start qualifying for tournaments, you know, so if you've got Haaland up front, you've always got a shot. Yeah. So they reckon he's going to play in midfield, do you think, or is that a five in the back? Um. Well, Meeling usually play. I don't think Meeling plays centre-back for Norway. Yeah, he's um, left back, wasn't he? Yeah, surely. Yeah, this is still the this setup is still very much a work in progress since people don't select it like specific positions. So mm -hmm. um, there is that, but oh, Bouncy says they play three in the back, and Charlie said this guy's on loan from Brighton, or at least he was last season. Oh wow, Brighton just find him, don't they? they Did do. you see the guy who scored against Liverpool? Mate, I was sitting here. I was like, "Who is this guy? Mm -hmm. Who's this? Who's this guy? Who's this guy? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on here? It just doesn't feel real." Brighton just keep pulling him out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So yeah, Odegaard maybe another one. But, it does um, look like a pretty good U twenty three week. Is Odegaard still U twenty three? Oh, surely not. No. Okay. Oh, just. What do you mean, surely not? This is his first year out. Feels like he's been around for he he is the guy that's been around forever, but yeah. he's like legit been around forever. So I mean all three of these guys are that's gonna be that's gonna be a great AA game for Norway because like uh if, see the, the Denmark games that you were highlighting before, it's just games where they're getting they're playing against teams at forfeit possession and like this Cyprus team, like if they're anything to go by on Cyprus club teams, like that's the way they're gonna probably set out is just defend and try and counter attack with one or two guys so that norway squad could just be scooping up aa for 90 minutes yeah especially playing three at the back so we're one us to bring or sorry josh said that strandberg guy is decent and yeah not bad tidy i'm hoping christopher Iyer plays for norway to be quite honest i'm surprised he wasn't in that predicted 11 but hey ho Never. yeah no chance people think look well um Mike wanted Sounds everyone right. to be wary because Norway have Spain in their second match. And so they could kind of, I don't think they rest guys, but they could be not as... Minute manage, yeah. Yeah. Let Haaland get 60 minutes and a goal and take right. him off. Yeah, let's see here. Yeah, that's about as good as you can get and as bad as you can get in one game week. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Benny says Northern Ireland, a decent shout this game week. I didn't see them on the list, but that doesn't mean that they... Uh, where are we here? Did I lose our matchup tab? Looks like I did. Yeah, it'll be somewhere. I didn't know no, no, I had a game week this, this one either. Yeah, did I didn't see think them? they were here. Yeah, I don't see them here. Maybe they play this weekend. Maybe it's a friendly. <laughs> oh, could be. You're right. Check, double check your, double check your listings. <laughs> well, I remember... Um, 
be, let's see here. Yo, they play Saturday against San Marino. So not this game week. But the, yeah, I think it was Sweden play Belgium and then someone else, but the someone else is a friendly. So if you have any, I think Robin Olsen is their goal. I think it was Robin Olsen. Um, so yeah, it's like a not, it's about as bad as a game week as you can get also Belgium and then having only one, that be the only game that's, that's scored. So, um, but yeah, like again, Buhari said, is the Switzerland game canceled? I oh, I know, I know there is games, I know there is, uh, Israel's games are cancelled, certainly, and I'm yeah. not too sure if that's around that, so. That, that, that was that's who they were supposed to play, yes. Switzerland, Israel. So yeah, that one is postponed. And then Switzerland play the following weekend against Belarus. So yes, no Switzerland. I don't know if that was supposed to be this weekend or this midweek anyway. Yeah, David Taylor yeah, said that Wales had Gibraltar in the Euro qualifiers, been looking for a Dan James all week, and then found out it's a friendly. Yeah, I mean, you got to be careful. Got to be careful. Yeah. Done that a few times. Maybe not mm -hmm. specifically with international friendlies, but sometimes you think you're onto something, and then you've just not done that last step, that last click, that last... Um, and then you're like, oh, crap. You've maybe yeah. gone too late before you buy it or something. Zelanayan as well. A lot of people are mentioning him, but he's been good for internationals recently, hasn't he? He's like, I don't want to shout out our good friend Harry Trades, but he absolutely blasted Wales. And I think that was this 100. Yeah. Yeah, he's very good for them. And it's all the, one of those that like this, he shouldn't be good. Like he shouldn't have 26 and a half AA against Croatia. Like Armenia is not that good. Like not good enough for him to be able to put that up, and yet he did. It looks like Turkey held him in check. But let's see, they have Latvia, so they only play once. Like this is their only um, covered match of the of the break. So they probably have a friendly after that, and then yeah, they get Wales at home in November in the November break, and Croatia. That's back to back game weeks actually. Yes, Armenia have been solid. Um, he said Turkey equalized in the last few minutes. So let's see. Yeah, 88. Oh, yeah. Mm. Hard I breaker. remember that, in fact. I had a bit of famous. Because Turkey, I think, were heavily stacked in that game week. I think people were like, oh, Turkey at home in Armenia. And uh, mm -hmm. I think that was maybe one of the international ones for that, that window with memory serves. Sub goal, too. Speaking of sub goals, do you think everyone is just going all in on Scott McTominay now after this weekend? <laughs> oh, thank you. We saw <clears throat> limited price spike, please. Big McSauce is just loving it now, isn't he? Um, he's a funny one, you know, because I've never been hugely impressed by him. But for Scotland, he's like, he's, he, he's one of those ones where. You think, oh, surely if he had a really big guy that was good at like, tackling and winning the ball, and you just put him in attack, then he could just win the ball and do defensive stuff, but in the final third. And he's just a guy that kind of does that for Scotland. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he's just like a defensive player we put up front and just make him be defensive midfielder up front, you know, kind of thing. And uh, 
it just works out brilliantly for him. He's huge as well. So I think a lot of those goals, not all of them, but a lot of them are from corners and stuff. And, uh, you know, so you kind of know what you're getting with him. We spoke last time about repeatable situations and scoring headers from corners. If you're a tall guy, is, uh, you know, generally once they've done it for a season or two, you know, they've got that in their locker and teams will obviously try and uh, use them for it. So, and yeah, even though we're playing against Spain, he scored two against them last time. So yeah, you can't you can't rule out he's decent in the game. You might not be able to expect double decisives, but maybe he pulls in a fifty-five. Worst case, maybe he does drop in a B seventy. I'm not sure this is the Spain team that they're going to see. I'm not sure it's going to be that different. To be honest. oh, the defense will be different. To be honest with you, yeah, the defense will be different. But um, when I looked at the predicted lineup on Sonia Data, I think it's you know the midfield is still Rodri, it's still Marino. Uh, up front, it's maybe that Lamal and then like Maratta, you know. So it's not like you know, I don't really know who they're like when I look at their team. Yeah, I think it's kind of as good as it gets, but so Barca reliant, you know, they want to have Pedris and Gavis and all these guys, but they're all overplayed and injured anyway. Let's get Gavi there too, yeah. Uh, Nico Williams, so like it's a good team they've got for Spain, but look, look La Normand, I'm in a Laporte is playing in Saudi Arabia as well, yep. Um, so like. You know, I'm not going to rule us out just yet. We've got Jack Kendry in defence. He's also playing in Saudi Arabia, so we've got one each there. Um, <laughs> but, like, they've not got Mc, they've got McTominay. Yeah, the the way that'll actually be is McTominay will be where McGregor is, and, you know, McGregor will be deeper. That'll be the way it actually plays out on the pitch. And then McTominay and McGinn just going defensive midfields up in the up on the defence. So, yeah, it could be. McTominay, like, is kind of coming into the Ericsson bracket for me. It's, yep. You know. I think McGinn's in that. McGinn's Mr. Scotland as well. He's fantastic for us, SO5-wise. Um, so, yeah, I like McTominay. No no limited spike there, but which is... You maybe get that after a result against Spain. After the result in Spain, is that what you said? Maybe again, yeah. If he does that again, then surely people will bite in on it. Yep. Yeah, Man United just hoovering up all the players who are good internationally and then just not play them when the... <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> when they're at home. Uh, let's see here. This was the U23. This is uh, All-Star Limited. I mean, surely Neymar's the best play of the game week. Yeah. And I'm guessing the only thing holding Messi back is the possibility that he won't start. Yeah, I'm guessing a lot of people put this in before he came back or or they really don't think he'll start. I'm, I'm assuming that we, we get some indication before the game week closes in 22 hours and 59 minutes. And so we'll see. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the Brazil guys up to front. Haaland. So Argentina's other fixture in this window is away to Peru. And if memory serves me right, in the last international window, Argentina were at home to somebody and then they were away to Bolivia. And yes. Messi said, I'm going to get on this plane, lads. <laughs> I'm going to go on this one. Catch you to the next one. See you later. And he went no, back. no, no. He went to the match. Oh, did he? He did. He was not in the squad, but he went to wow. the match. I remember the story because they were talking about how dedicated he was to the to the team because he still traveled with them to Bolivia, which is like yeah, miles above sea level. And um, but yeah, did not play. And then it turned out he was injured enough to miss a few MLS games. But um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I don't think we're at the point where anyone is like clear of qualifying so that we're going to see yeah. rotation because the games don't matter. Like these still should matter enough. 
Um, so yeah, if you have Neymar, if you kept out, kept holding your Neymars, now's the week. And we don't yeah, get any of Neymar... ridiculous things from people like Nanzo playing him in Champion Asia instead of All Star. <laughs> Neymar is like Mister International. Like you, you mentioned it earlier, like how good he is for Brazil. But his numbers are like incredible. They've always been incredible since he burst onto the scene. You know, like when he was like seventeen, eighteen. He was getting caps. He was scoring like on his debut and scoring twos and threes. He's just like it's just always been something that's went for him. He's leaned into it. And these qualifiers, like Brazil, particularly at home, they're just set up to destroy people. Like, look at that. It's just this is twenty-one starts in his time in his so rare time for Argentina. First, excuse me, Brazil, Brazil. Twenty-one starts, fourteen goals, and fourteen assists. With what is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, one hundreds. Jesus. Yeah. Mr. Brazil. Five one hundreds in a row. Five one hundreds in a row. Let's see. That was against Bolivia, away to Peru, <laughs> or away to Paraguay and Venezuela. Yeah. And they're at home to Venezuela this time. So we got hundred against them last time in a three 0 win. They got a goal and an assist. It's quite easy to imagine that could happen again. Like I think so. So yeah, Neymar's triple A for Brazil. Good. I think that's like built in. Yeah, what's also crazy is that, so that match was in, let's see, uh, game week 174. So this was two and a half years ago. And yet the team it could be almost identical. Yeah. Obviously Militao won't play, but like they still, and maybe Ederson in, but like Neymar, Richarlison, Jesus, Paquette, Paqueta, Casemiro, like these are all guys who are still very much on this team. Marquinhos. Oof, good luck. Yeah. Bouncy said, check Messi and Mbappe's charts. I will check Messi because he's playing this game week, but I'm going to pretend Mbappe does not exist because he's not playing this game week. I don't want to ruin the deal. The Wednesday show. Yeah. All right. So Messi, let me take his random subs out. 29 starts, 19 goals, eight assists with one, two, three, four, five, six, 100s. I don't know. Which one would you rather, Messi or Mbappe? I mean, Messi or Neymar? I think the difference there is Messi's done that in the World Cup to the final, his <laughs> good run, you know, whereas Neymar's doing that in qualification. That's his hot run. There's one in the World Cup, isn't it? Yeah, that was the final. 97 in the final. And then he has fun qualifying too. <laughs> it's not... Neymar has way more fun qualifying. <laughs> Tommy was saying Paqueta wasn't called up. I wonder if that has to do with that. Ooh. That um, those gambling accusations weren't those like because uh, of what happened in Brazil, or they came from Brazil. Maybe he doesn't play there. Um, well, there's Mike Baston. That's right. Just play both. Play both. Yeah. Yes. That's the way to go. That's what I plan on doing as soon as I get a Neymar. I'm not really buying a Neymar for this. Um, I don't know what else to say about this game week. Play the cards. I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say out of that top order there. See that Bodgecan guy? Oh, he's a defender. I was going to say you could maybe get five out of the best. There's no midfielder for ages. Where is there a midfielder? Oh, there we go, Bruno. It's the first midfielder. If you had the top order guys, you would definitely win, wouldn't you? Muric, Neymar, Bruno, Danilo, and Haaland. Oofed. Yeah. 
that'd be fun. Let's, how much does that cost? Let's find out. Talent. Already sounds expensive. <laughs> Murich. Who's the other one? Danilo, I think. Danilo, yep. Ooh, got many limited to him. $448. That's two fifty of which is from <laughs> Halland. Two fifty from Halland, that's not bad. Because <laughs> you're not expecting him to actually like really deliver on that triple A level to the rest of those guys. Like you're really expecting those three Brazils to drop in eighty plus, aren't you? Yeah. Muric is probably in for a quiet sixty-five. So yeah, if you took Haaland out and got somebody else that's a bit more hundred capable, maybe like Scott McTominay, maybe you have a better chance. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> sauce. He's only six pound. That's a bargain. <laughs> That's a bargain. There you go. Some saving. <laughs> Some saving on the team. I don't know how you lose. Yeah. Maybe you have to finish second because the Howland lineup, maybe he squeaks ahead of McTominay on this game week. Maybe. Oop. I don't know. Let me see here. Oh, wait. This was the U23 one. Um, if we do take Howland out because he's the most expensive, we have this... Bjorken, Bjorken, I don't know who he is. Uh, that's an, yeah, he's naming to me too. Neither I, Frederick Andre. Frederick. So those be inflections, I think, they're a nightmare to deal with sometimes. Does he just not exist? No, oh, he exists. Hmm. <laughs> oh well this is how you know you're in beta Swiderski, a little trip and B action I don't know if he will he start that game? I don't know if he's going to start yeah I don't know who does this let me see if I can find it what does he play? Defender let's see if we can hack our way into this yeah I'll just search for it. Everyone, man, nothing. Paulo Harris says Swiderski will start. Wow. Against the Faroe Islands, that's pretty good. Oh, yeah, Lewandowski's injured. He's out for about a month, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So we've got a cheap Lewandowski in. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> A cheap Lewandowski in with Carol Swiderski. That's what we're, that's what we're saying. All right, there you go. Two hundred dollars, and then somebody said, um, "What is the approximate value of winning All Star?" I mean, we don't really know what the prize will be, but let's see. Last midweek, let's see what the first place prize was. Harry Kane. That's pretty good. Oof. Yeah, it's not bad. Not bad at all. 
I mean, it's even if you like down, it's up. even if you got stuck with a Berardi or Matt O'Reilly, and nobody's going to complain about that, right? No. Did <laughs> you read that comment from Josh Logan <laughs> for Poland against the Faroe Islands? <laughs> Oof. It was the worst. <laughs> it was the worst game I ever watched. Did Swiderski play that one? Oh, I like this. Yeah. Lewandowski is just the Polish Swiderski. Except. Agreed. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> That's it. What was the cap on that team as well? That was the only other thing I was curious about. Uh, the problem is that Neymar's cap is really high. But is Muric's like, decent? Nah, Muric's is stupid. Yeah, 61, as well. 72, 62, 83, 50. Yeah, you're not fitting anyone here. Yeah, I was hoping Muric's was going to be like 20 or something because he's been on the Burnley bench or something. I don't know. Yeah, Alas. Is, I guess it just hasn't been enough games, right? No, 5 0. Oh, gosh. Yeah, he's got these terrible ones. At least after this Brr. game, we'll come back down. Yeah. For the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I don't think we have those. Oh, yeah. So ne in next month, there you go. Home against Belarus. Surely uh, Murich will be a cap favorite at that point. Actually, the worst part, the worst thing is if he drops like 100 this week against, Co or oh, against uh, yeah. Andorra. Then you're in trouble. Nice. It'll be the worst cap play in the history of cap plays. <laughs> Yeah. We said a lot more about that game week than I thought we were going to with like Same. 12 games. Yeah. <laughs> Same. So we're going to stop there. We're not going to, we're not going to press our luck. So thank you everybody for joining. Uh, if you could please like subscribe, all that good stuff. Shout out to this guy over here. Um, we'll be back on Wednesday for the weekend preview. There are a lot of matches this weekend. And let me just show quickly. Northern Ireland is <sighs> Just a preview to come. But we're not going to ruin it. We're, you're going to wait till Wednesday to get all that good stuff. So thank you, everybody, for joining. Uh, and good luck this midweek.